Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast, where the fellows discuss whether or not Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in the AFC North. What does a successful season look like for Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson? And is LeBron James the greatest scorer in NBA history? For me, him having that mentality of passing first, it just, I can't put him as being the greatest scorer of all time just because of that mentality. I just can't. If you're looking for, because it's about scoring, right? As far as overall basketball skill, yes, LeBron James is the greatest athlete we've ever seen on the basketball court, right? But as far as him being the greatest scorer of all time, if you put them in a situation where you say, hey, I need you to go there right now, without them knowing, I need you to go out right now and score 60. I'm going to bet more on Kobe and Jordan to do that because of that mentality they want to go out there and score than I would a LeBron James. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O-N-E, the one and only. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. You can do that on any major podcast platform available. Go and check out our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U channel sports.net. We have our podcast on there and Chris writes some excellent articles on there as well. So check us out over there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on any major podcast platform available. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well. Download the Roku app so you can do that. My name is O'Any, the one and only. We have a tremendously excellent show in store for you today. And I am joined by my co-host, the phenomenal one, Chris. What is the deal? Hey, what's going on? What is good? Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. Inspirational sports news. So we have a brand new segment in store for you, ladies and gentlemen. It is inspirational sports stories or inspirational sports news, whatever you want to call it. On this edition of inspirational sports news, we're going to be talking about Bismack Biombo returning to the NBA after a year as a free agent. He announced that he will be donating his entire $1.3 million value on his contract to the construction of a hospital in his hometown in Congo. He took last season off to take care of his sick father, who passed away in August of 2021. Biombo said he became aware of just how fortunate he was simply to be able to bring his father to the hospital. The announcement was made about two months after Biombo signed a one-year contract with the Phoenix Suns. The construction will be carried through the Bismack Biondo Foundation, which uses the star's success as an NBA player to help those in the DR Congo. During the early pandemic, the foundation delivered one million medical supplies to hospitals across the country. This is what Bismack Biondo had to say on his Bismack Biondo Foundation YouTube channel. 
what I told my agent was my salary for this year would be going to the construction of an hospital back home uh, to give hope to the hopeless uh, at home. And those individuals that cannot take their family members out want to be able to give them better conditions uh, so that they can somewhat have hope that their loved ones will uh, be able to leave and see another day. Yeah, so it is pretty remarkable what uh, Bismack Biombo is doing. It's pretty um, reminiscent of what uh, Dikembe Batumbo also did in his hometown in, in Congo back in 1998, where he donated $2 million of his NBA earnings toward the building of a planned $44 million hospital medical center in his hometown. At that time, um, Dikembe Batumbo said, I've had an opportunity to live very well here in America and to succeed. But my success would be pointless if I forgot to look back at where I came from and help those who are struggling for basic medical care. So this happened about, I want to say, a week ago or a week and a half ago where Bismack Miyambo, um, you know, announced this. So good for him. That is our inspirational sports story. Can I say something about Bismack Go real ahead, quick? Bro. Um, love this man and happy that he's holding it down for the DRC. You know, I'm an African boy, so I gotta hold it down. You know, I love the DRC and I'm so happy of what he is doing. It's something that I dream about um being able to do in my lifetime, something like that. Beautiful to see, very happy for him. Wish him and all those involved great success. Very, very well said. All right, let's kick off our show. We're gonna talk about LeBron. James, the king himself. I have a question for you, Chris. I want to pose a question for you. Is LeBron James the greatest scorer in NBA history? Just not too long ago, maybe about two weeks ago, he became second on the all-time NBA list in points scored. He is second only to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He passed up Karl Malone. Is he the greatest scorer of all time? Well, you know how I feel about LeBron. So my answer is going to be yes, and it'll be statistically yes, uh, probably next season uh, when he passes up Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar in points. There, there's so many people who watch LeBron's career, and I think he said this on the episode of, of The Shop recently, where he talked about people saying he's, you know, not a great scorer. You know, they think of Kobe, they think of LeBron, um, MJ, they think of uh, Kevin Durant, and it's all better scorers than him. But when we say the best to ever do it, you got to take into account longevity. And this is really isn't a Jordan versus LeBron debate, but there are going to be so many people that say, well, Chris, if Jordan played as long as LeBron did, he'd have as many points. But the reason why that argument doesn't work is you look at a guy like Derrick Rose and you look at his career, you said, and the first four year of, years of Derrick Rose's career, we would have said, if he just continues to play like this for the rest of the 20 years of his career, he'll be one of the all-time greats. But the problem is things happen. And for LeBron, those things have not happened. His body has been maintained. And right now, at the age of 37, he is on pace, potentially, to either lead the NBA in scoring or be second in scoring. That's unheard of. And what makes LeBron even better is he, he'll he be the first person to tell you, I'm first a facilitator. So to be a facilitator and then at the age of 37 to potentially lead the league in scoring is ridiculous. So to answer the question, is he the best scorer of all time? My answer is yes. 
But if you were to qualify the question and say, is he the most natural scorer of all time? That's obviously no. You look at Jordan, he has double digit uh, times where he led the league in scoring, right? I mean, he did. You look at Kevin Durant. I have never seen a player put the ball in the hoop as naturally as Kevin Durant. He is a walking bucket. He just is. And that's for me, is what bolsters LeBron's argument all the more because he's not those guys but he's done it better than those guys. So he's absolutely incredible. And my answer to that question, you know what it would be. The viewers, the listeners knew what it would be. Of course is yes. Man, Chris, what you smoking over there? Anyway, it's funny, it's funny you bring up the shop. Let me go ahead and play a little audio of what LeBron had to say about his critics and about him scoring, about him being the, you know beating the record and everything. Let me just play a little audio from the shop of what LeBron had to say. You need a, l- a little, like, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Hyde to kick out. Exactly. <laughs> you need it. I, like, sometimes I'll go out on a course sometimes and, like, I don't know, maybe I didn't sleep well last night or, you know, your daughter made it happy. You know, kids, we might have been up late, you know, whatever, or I didn't just sleep well. And I just need a little, like, jump starter. I go out on the floor during warm-ups and I just, I'll just be looking for a LeBron hater. I just need one of them. <laughs> I'll be like, please, let me find that's this one LeBron that's that's what I'm saying. I need it. I'm looking in the crowd for warm-ups. It's like 20 minutes before the game starts. I'm just looking like, oh, I'm, I'm just, oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm be ready to go tonight. Clearly you found a lot or enough LeBron haters because yeah. he just passed Kareem on score yeah. and more oh, points wow. than anyone. Thank you. Regular season and playoffs. Yeah. That's good. I know you're so of the moment yeah. of like win, team, team, win, get yeah, better. Man. What did that mean to you? The crazy thing is I'm not I'm not like a, a natural scorer. I like I loved like getting my guys involved. I've always been that way. I've always like the the, the point of seeing my teammate succeed off my pass or ha- having like I've always been that type of guy. And to sit at the top of the food chain and the most points scored in, in the history of the game is like it's weird to me. Like they don't never, they don't call, they don't ever call me. They don't ever call me. When they talk about the the best scores of all time, they never mention my name. Did that piss you off? Yeah, it pissed me off. Because <laughs> you're the crazy part. It pissed me off, but it's like the crazy part they is don't it. ever bring my name into it. I don't. If I started talking about the best scores, I wouldn't mention. You. I would mention you, but <laughs> yeah, but, but you're you know you're, you're a LeBron hater. All right, so LeBron James said a couple of things during that whole segment that makes me disagree with you, Chris. If you're not a natural scorer, you can't be the best scorer of all time, period, point blank, period. Okay, I know LeBron James is one of the most physically gifted athletes we've ever seen on the court, right? And his longevity plays a big part as to why he is second on this list. Yes, Chris, you said it right. Michael Jordan fans are going to say if Michael Jordan played as long as LeBron James did, yes, he would have those scoring titles as well. All right. You look at I look at a bunch of players that are better scorers than LeBron James. Kobe Bryant. You mentioned Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan. Those guys are better scorers than LeBron James. Are they as physically gifted as LeBron James? No. Right. LeBron James is where he's at right now. Because he's been able to play in the league as long as he has. And that's the reason why he's there. Okay. He's not a natural scorer. Just like he said, he prefers to pass the ball and just to fall off. That's what he does. He thinks with his basketball IQ, which there's nothing against that. That's what he does. But other people like 
the black mamba who had that mamba mentality that want to go in there and score at will, which they were able to score at will. They are better scorers than LeBron James, Chris. Let's, let's pump the brakes on this one, okay? I know he's second all time, but he, he he's not the best scorer of all time. Well, you look at a guy like Kobe, and this is the thing. When we get into arguments like this, you end up dissing somebody. Um, so I'm not going to diss Kobe because I love Kobe as well. But they played similar seasons, and you look at the points scored, it's not even close. LeBron has so much more. It's it's, it's damn near, I don't want to say laughable, but it just kind of is at this point in LeBron's career. And I agree with you. There are a lot of guys who I think naturally can put the ball in the basket better. On our last podcast, which y'all should go check out, we talked about um, Jamal Crawford. And remember Jamal Crawford retiring. And you you think about that. Jamal Crawford was more natural at scoring than LeBron James. But that's what makes LeBron so incredible because you take a guy where he's not his natural inclination. It's like me. It's not, I'm I'm naturally, I'm not a pimp. I don't really try to talk to women like that. But it's one of those things. (laughs) where it just happens i get them (laughs) y'all can't see his face y'all can't see his face i was 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 thinking where are you going with this where are you going with my point is no i'm being serious there are guys who naturally know how to approach women they just do it's very natural to them and then there are guys who put the work in and all of a sudden they get the the results that they're looking for what you're saying is not a valid argument because they they could never be better (laughs) than the guy that has it naturally they can't no no you can't no No, you can't bro come on i'll tell you how i'll tell you how you can because the guy who has it naturally what happens is he ages quicker right well that's if if they put the work in he still thinks he got it he puts the work in talent plus hard work will never, ever lose to hard work and no talent. It's impossible. It can't happen. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. And and, and I know you're not saying LeBron didn't have talent, right, but we're right, talking about right. this you know scenario that I did. Um, and to answer that, I would say that LeBron's hard work, if we want to put it in that way, has, has been unprecedented, right? He's going into Tom Brady territory, if – uh, if we can, if we could say it like that, at this point he's 37 and he's very close to winning a scoring title, and it's and it's unheard of. Um, this is one of those where I think it's so close. I think there are Jordan fans who would laugh me out the building. I really do believe that, and I'm not insulted by that in any way. Uh, if you want to laugh me out the building, that's fine. But I do think LeBron deserves his place as far as scoring alone in NBA history because he's done it at such a high clip. And the last point I'll make on LeBron is, is just that the one thing that's really bothered me with the LeBron rhetoric is, is that when it comes to the last shot, when it comes to the big shots, he's not the guy you want the ball in his hands. And in his career, as far as statistically, compared to all of the greats, he is the guy you want the ball in his hands the most because statistically, he's been the best. And I just simply don't understand where that rhetoric comes from. People always say, well, he doesn't have that mamba mentality. And I think um, Kobe would laugh at that. Uh, Kobe would be like, what are you talking about? Um, and I, I did that. that's the one part of the, the the Kobe fans and the Jordan fans and anyone who's a LeBron hater that I just simply don't understand. I, I don't get it. Well, it, it kind of does fall to the equation, right? Because... I'm not saying that LeBron James doesn't have that mama mentality, but he doesn't have that mentality to score at will all the time, right? Jordan had that. Kobe had that. They had the mentality of, I'm not going to pass you the ball. I'm about to take this game over. LeBron James did that in his own way because he did want to get other players involved. 
he did want to pass first. And so for me, him having that mentality of passing first, it just I can't put him as being the greatest scorer of all time just because of that mentality. I just can't. If you're looking for because it's about scoring, right? As far as overall basketball skill, yes, LeBron James is the greatest athlete we've ever seen on the basketball court, right? But as far as him being the greatest scorer of all time, if you put them in a situation where you say, hey, I need you to go there right now without them knowing, I need you to go out right now and score 60. I'm going to bet more on Kobe and Jordan to do that because of that mentality they want to go out there and score than I would a LeBron James. Because LeBron James, he has that mind frame where he's going to go out there and try to get everybody involved in the game. And he can do that and still post up incredible numbers. He might have 22 points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists, but he's not going to try to do it as just a score. Michael Jordan at some point and um, Kobe Bryant, they try to do it specifically just as scoring as opposed to what LeBron James did on the basketball court. And, and that's where I'm saying that rhetoric is just simply wrong. When you look at LeBron James, you look at the finals when he was down 3-1. He scored back-to-back-to-back 40-plus point games in the NBA finals. Now, I mean, this ain't, this ain't just any other time to do it. It's when you really, really do need it, he did it. And then on top of that, you think about game six versus the Boston Celtics, him absolutely taking the game over. There's just this rhetoric that he... He's always looking to get his teammates involved, sure. But when it's time for him to go get buckets and score when he needs to score, he does that. And the reason why the that that response that you just made doesn't make sense to me is because when you total up the points that he's scored in his career, he's at the highest. So he had to have scored at some point, right? He wasn't just always scoring 22 points. He had to go get 40. He had to go get 50. He's done that. And on top of that, he's done that getting triple doubles as well. So when you add the points that he scored plus the points that he's generating, we get to ridiculous territory where you have an NBA Finals where he leads both teams in points, rebounds, and assists, which is just stupid. Uh, it, it, at that point, it doesn't make sense. So I'm sorry, man. I, I'm not following your argument. Um, I think it's a lazy take by Jordan fans. It's just lazy. Well, he didn't have, he won't go get it like that. Well, the numbers say he has and he does. So why would you say it's rhetoric though? Because LeBron James will tell you himself that he's not a natural scorer. LeBron James said himself that he prefers to pass first. But let's take Jordan out the equation, right? LeBron James hasn't beat the person who's number one on this list. And the person who probably doesn't get enough credit for being mentioned in that GOAT category. And that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had probably the toughest shot in history to defend in that sky hook. So I would even put him past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar right now as being a greater scorer. He has more points than he does. Well, he scored more points than Kareem. Well, Well, but Kareem is number one right now. On the scoring list. No, no, I'm saying that. So he's uh, today he scored more points overall, yes. including the playoffs. Yes. If you include the playoffs, he scored the most points. Well, in we're just history. talking about the scoring list right now. We're talking about that part. That's what I'm saying. If you include scoring, that's what I'm saying. If you include the playoffs, he's number one now, right? He's going to pass Kareem when you don't include the playoffs. He's going to pass Kareem at some point uh, next season. So um, I'm just saying, just, as far as right now, he hasn't passed him, right? And right now, I just... No, he has passed him as far as total points. And Total points, he's passed him already. Okay, we're talking about the list, though. We're just talking about the list. The, That's what I'm saying. Like, he's passed him already. You keep saying he hasn't passed him. He has passed him total points. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. 
If you include the playoffs, no, I'm not including the playoffs. I'm I'm including what the list we're talking about right now, where he'd surpass. Okay, so the list you're talking about means not including the playoffs, regular season. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Talking about the list. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, and I'm I'm just saying he is second because that's what everybody cares about. Why do Why do you always do this? Why do you always do this? Anyway, because that's what everybody cares about. Because that's what everybody cares about. Hey, man, all I'm saying is this, right? Kareem had one of the most unstoppable shots in NBA history. He doesn't get enough credit as far as being mentioned in these debates. You want to kind of, you know, not mention Jordan. That's fine. I still don't think he's even. I, just, I don't want to mention that's, Jordan. That's, don't that's blame what you me. Say. You, Have you, everybody you, come you after me. You want to say that. You, I didn't say don't mention Jordan. You always try to put Jordan in the equation. I didn't, I didn't say don't mention Jordan. Get out of here, bro. You don't always do that. Try, try to put get Jordan in trouble with the people. He, he's talking about <laughs> LeBron haters. He's talking more about LeBron lovers, which you definitely are. You are a LeBron lover. You love me some LeBron, okay? Right now, I can just see the poster of LeBron on your wall right now, and you just make sure every night you give it a kiss before you go to, go to bed every night. So that, that's what kind of LeBron lover much. you are. So that's, a, that's, that's the problem with you Jordan people. Y'all do too much, man. You're doing too much, bro. <laughs> you ain't got to do all that, man. Anyway. You ain't got to do all that. Uh, let's, let's continue on with our show. Um, let's talk some NFL, shall we, Chris? You want to do that? Let's get to it. All right, so we already know that Deshaun Watson has a new home. He's going to be playing for the Cleveland Browns. We have Russell Wilson as well in a new home. He's going to be playing for the Denver Broncos. What does a successful season look like for each of these quarterbacks? What would be a successful season for the Denver Broncos? And what would be a successful season for the Cleveland Browns? Well, for the Cleveland Browns, it all depends on the situation with Deshaun Watson, right? If Deshaun Watson is suspended for six games and he's able to come back, his successful season would be to, you know, navigate those first six games. And we don't know the schedule yet. We know who they're playing, but we don't know when they played them. Uh, so, if you, you know, if you're able to balance that and get a three and three record or a two and four record, whatever the case may be, you know, just basically stay, try to stay above water or at least, uh, tread right in the middle when Deshaun gets back you would expect them to do really well but that's there's just so many factors contributing to that how long is Deshaun suspended what happens um, if his civil cases are not settled how does the NFL handle that because we know the NFL really hasn't had to have handled that because last season he didn't want to play for the Texans the Texans didn't want him in the building so the NFL didn't have to do anything now we know he wants to be in the building with the Cleveland Browns he wants to play he wants to do all that so the NFL is going to have to make a decision if there isn't some type of settlement in his case prior to the season starting. So for the Browns, it really is an asterisk. I I, I don't know. Uh, for the Denver Broncos, it's simple. They've got to make the playoffs. That's, that's success for them. And quite frankly, um, I know we're not ranking the teams yet. I rank them today as the worst team in the AFC West. So I'm telling you, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So the only way they can have a successful season is they make the playoffs. And I'm already not seeing that. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be counting on Russell Wilson to be great. Uh, the offensive line for the for the for the the Denver Broncos is is, is is an average offensive line. They're not a great offensive line. And it's really similar to the Seahawks. I would say they're probably a little better. The running game is comparable. I wouldn't say that they're a better running team than the Seahawks. And the wide receiver room, I think the Seahawks had a better wide receiver room. So when you look at the Seahawks results last season not making the playoffs and you look at the Denver Broncos, they're in a tougher division with better quarterbacks, you gotta ask yourself, how in God's good earth the Broncos gonna make the playoffs? I don't I 
don't know. I think it'll be a very tough task. But if they'll make the playoffs, it'll be a very, very bad thing for Denver and for Russell Wilson. There's a lot of pressure there, a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson to get it done. And if they don't make the playoffs, they're going to look a little silly. Yeah, so speaking about Deshaun Watson first, I do think that he may get suspended at the beginning of the year. And really all depends on that. And with all the obstacles that take place with Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns, if they can go through that stretch and at least have a 500 record and then he come in and then carry the rest of the load, then I would think that a successful season would just be a playoff appearance for the Cleveland Browns because it will be his first year back. He hasn't played um, football in about a year and a half. So we really can't expect that much from him in that first season. But during the longevity of his tenure there in that Browns organization, I do expect expectations to be high. But as far as next season, a successful season would be a playoff berth with all that's going on with what will happen with the suspension and things like that. As far as Russell Wilson is concerned, I think there's already a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson. We have people talking about are they Super Bowl contenders and this and that, that he's the missing piece. All they needed was a quarterback. So I don't think that a successful season for the um, Denver Broncos would be just a playoff um, appearance. I think a successful season for them would be actually a Super Bowl appearance. And like you said, man, that's going to be tough. Ooh, that's going to be tough. Know, they, they didn't bring Russell Wilson over to go to the playoffs. I really don't believe that. I think that Russell Wilson and the difference between him and Deshaun is that Deshaun's never went to a Super Bowl. Deshaun's never had a deep um, playoff run. Russell Wilson wanted this. Russell Wilson wants more on his plate. So he didn't just want to go to Denver and make a playoff appearance. I don't think anybody looking at looking at that trade acquisition would think that they um, are that Russell Wilson just wants to go to the playoffs or the fan base just want to go to the playoffs. They expect to go to the playoffs and make a deep run in the playoffs and have a Super Bowl appearance. I think that the only way for the Denver Broncos to have a successful season is if they make a Super Bowl appearance. If he goes to the playoffs and loses, people like yourself are going to be saying, oh, you see, that's why Russell Wilson's overrated. He can't get them over the hump. And it's really going to depend on what kind of game he has in the playoffs. Understand that if he goes to the playoffs and he balls out and they still lose, it will still be a disappointment because we thought that he was a missing piece around that good defense and around that offense. So if he goes to the playoffs and he bombs or he uh, has a dud, it's going to be the blames will be put all on him. And since there's more pressure on him, I think that in order for them to have a successful season, it has to be Super Bowl or bust for them. And then you look at what the other teams yeah, were I able disagree. to do I disagree with, you with there. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford comes in, they get to Super Bowl. Tom Brady comes in, they get to Super Bowl and win. So I think that even puts more pressure on them and expectations are actually higher for Russell Wilson because of the acquisition. Um, well, I disagree with you as far as the expectations because I, nobody sees that team as a Super Bowl roster, right? So you look at the you look at the Rams that you just mentioned just now. The Rams had a Super Bowl roster prior to uh, Stafford getting there. Stafford was a cherry on top, and then for Tom Brady, well, he's Tom Brady, so <laughs> nobody thinks that Russell Wilson's Tom Brady. And I think that anyone who has expectations for the 
for the Broncos to get to the Super Bowl just don't understand the roster that they have. They didn't have a championship roster before Russell Wilson, and they don't have a championship roster with Russell Wilson. And I've said this multiple times. You look at the Seahawks roster, you look at the Broncos roster, and quite frankly, I find them to be very comparable. So anyone who believes that the Broncos is going to the Super Bowl, I just don't. Let me know what you're smoking on. You know, Let me know if they got in Colorado. What, what are y'all doing that we ain't doing in Texas? Because I don't see it. I'd be stunned. If, well, I'd be very surprised if they made the Super Bowl. I think they made the playoffs and won a playoff game. That would be a very successful first season for the Broncos. We'll see what they do in free agency at the end of free agency. We'll see what they do at the draft, but at the uh, with the draft. But as the team is currently constituted, man, I I, I don't see it. I, I don't see any chance of them making the Super Bowl. They just don't have a good enough roster. Man, that's understandable. I I I agree with you that it's not a Super Bowl roster, but that doesn't mean that's not the perception. Because Russell Wilson went in there and everybody is now thinking that that's the missing link, that that's a missing piece, that all Denver needed was a quarterback to get there. And it's Russell Wilson. And on top of that, I just mentioned what happened the past two years before. These two teams got that quarterback and they went to the Super Bowl. And now people are thinking that if Russell Wilson is here, maybe the Broncos get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, as usual, Chris, we always disagree on stuff and it's no different. So. Yeah, and I'm normally right. So uh, that's right. not true. But if you, if you want to say that, that's fine. But it's <laughs> definitely not true. My goodness. You always try to say something to rile me up, bro. All right, let's do some fact or fiction. It's time for fact or fiction. Is it true or is it false? So on this edition of Factor Fiction, I actually have this one question for you, Chris. Is Deshaun Watson the best quarterback in the AFC North? Uh, I'm going to go with fact here. Uh, No disrespect to Joe Burrow. No disrespect to uh, Lamar Jackson. And no disrespect to Baker Mayfield. Um, (laughs) Because he's still, cause he's still, he's still there right now. As we're recording, he's still in the AFC North. You just had to say that, didn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had to throw him in. That's what I'm saying. I had to throw him in. Um, so, and a lot of people are going to say, well, he never got to a Super Bowl. And I love Joe Burrow, and I'm happy that he got there. But at the same time, if you, if you have eyes to see what Deshaun Watson did with the Houston Texans, particularly in his last year there when they went 4-12, uh, the percentage, his completion percentage of, percentage of over 70 percent uh throwing for over four thousand yards and his completion each completion i believe was over eight yards that's absolutely stupid stupid numbers when he is right and and healthy he is just one he's in patrick mahomes's territory he just is um i've seen as being a houston texans fan i saw it first firsthand when he's right he's absolutely in patrick mahomes territory and and he he if he's right He's the best quarterback in that division. Man, it's kind of weird that we're saying that he's the best quarterback, though. Don't you think a little bit? Because, like you said, he's never been to the Super Bowl. He's never won MVP in this league, right? Well, look at Joe Burrow. He led the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. And Lamar Jackson has been an MVP in this league. And Deshaun Watson, coming off a hiatus about a year and a half, is going to come to his division and be the best quarterback there. Now, based on the eye test for me, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say fact. I do think Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in this division. 
He has all the tools and all the intangibles to definitely be named with a Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady at some point. But it's going to have to be proven this year. Right, Chris? After everything is said and done and the smoke is cleared with all suspensions, he needs to come in there and he needs to go ahead and perform quickly as soon as possible because Joe Burrow is going to be coming back strong and he's going to be trying to prove that last year wasn't the fluke because some people are already saying that Snag is not even going to make the playoffs this year. And then we look at Lamar Jackson. He got hurt last year. He wants to come back strong and prove that he can be successful in the playoffs. So, Man, it, it's a lot to prove right now for all three of these quarterbacks going into next season. I'm with you. I think it's back. I think Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in that AFC North. Yeah, uh, I, and just to piggyback off what you just said, um, if you, if I know it's 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 kind of crass to do this, so I apologize in advance for doing it. But if you take the 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 civil suits away, and obviously I'm just doing it for this hypothetical. Um, I, I don't think other than Patrick Mahomes and possibly Tom Brady, and I don't even know about Tom Brady. If you take the suits away, I, I don't I think every single team is lining up for Deshaun Watson. Um, he just has that talent. He passes the eye test. He has all the talent in the world. Um, so if he comes back and he's able and, and he's not suspended for most of the year and he's able to play, he'll, he'll prove to be the best quarterback in that division. He has to prove next year, though. He definitely does. No matter what's going on, I mean, it may not sound fair. Well, it just depends, though. If he's if if he's suspended for ten plus games, oh, right, there's nothing to right. prove. He's not yeah, there. That's, that's absolutely so, true. That's why that's what I'm trying to clarify. Yeah. Like if if he's not there for most of the year, it really won't matter. Well, it kind of it kind of so will. It's, it's, you know, not nothing against him, but let's say really, let's it, say next year, right? He doesn't play. They don't make the playoffs, and Joe Burrow makes another run to Super Bowl. How can you come back next year and say? That Deshaun Watson is a better no, quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. If 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 if, if that happened, then he wouldn't be right. 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 Uh, but coming into the season now, today, the answer is he. But is. some people would already um, argue that that's the case right now because Joe Burrow has proven well, I think those people those that he can lead a team to Super Bowl, uh, and Lamar Jackson has been an MVP fine. in this league. Yeah, I, I would say to those people, it's just, it comes down to the eye test, right? Right. Um, cause there, there are guys in this league who have done, have gotten to the Super Bowl, but we wouldn't say like, for example, we wouldn't say that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Deshaun Watson. We wouldn't say that. Um, and I'm not saying Joe Burrow's Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not saying that at all, but the point is I've seen accolades, but at the same time, it's also the eye test. I've seen Deshaun Watson at his peak. I've seen Joe Burrow perform for in, in this last playoff run, and I'm going to take Deshaun Watson today over Joe Burrow. Now, like you said, when Deshaun Watson gets back on the field after missing well over a year of action, he may not be that same guy that I saw, right? And if that is the case, then I'll, we're going to change this list accordingly. But for today... I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say fact on it as well and take Deshaun Watson also. Very good stuff, sir. Very good stuff. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do us a favor and subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. Check out our YouTube. We're trying to get some things in the works there. So check that out. We definitely have things in the work on our Instagram and our Twitter. So give us a follow there. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Myself, Chris, and Big Lore are there. Download that Roku app so you can see your wonderful faces there. Go ahead and check us out also on the Leeds Podcast Network. We drop some gems on there also. 
Did I miss anything, Chris? No, sir. No, sir. All right. For now, that's going to be it. My name is O.N.E., the one and only. I was joined by the phenomenal one, Chris. Until next time, we are out. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.